Welcome to the Fully Bearded Nerd Podcast, where I, your fully bearded nerd, will rant, rave, bitch, moan, and talk about professional wrestling. We will be rating every episode of Monday Night Raw, WWE SmackDown, and any major pay-per-view. As a professional wrestling fan of over 30 years, I feel I have the right to voice my opinion, because I know wrestling can be better. And at the end of the day, so do you. The rating system for Fully Bearded Podcast will be as followed. Clean shaven. For the love of God, do not watch this. Whatever you do, do not watch this for any reason. Five o'clock shadow. It's what you would expect. Nothing special. Same matches. Wasn't horrible, but just if you miss it and you can't watch it, don't don't beat yourself up. Fully bearded. Do not miss this show. Amazing things happened. Storylines were progressed. A major return happened. Do not miss this episode. And now that all that's out of the way, let's talk. Some mother effing wrestling. Here we go. Welcome to the Fully Bearded Nerd Podcast. Tonight we are reviewing SmackDown Live for March the 5th, 2019. We start off the show with Daniel Bryan heading to the ring. Daniel Bryan's going fucking fly fishing because he's got some kind of weird puffy vest on and... Yeah, man, he's 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 taking this hipster thing just all out. Uh, he's out with Rowan. Uh, Brian gets in the ring, doesn't say a word, signals a video package, which goes over everything that has happened with Kofi Kingston in the last few weeks. Brian says it's his turn to speak now. Rowan takes the microphone, tells everyone to shut up and open your ears. I didn't know we were capable of closing our ears in the first place but thank you Rowan for that and all of your helpfulness uh big Kofi chance here Brian's not having it says Kofi is nothing but a supporting player wouldn't that kind of be the same as a B plus player a lot of role reversals going on here tonight uh New Day isn't here they are in India doing a promotional tour Brian then moves on to KO says KO has been eating all of the New Day's pancakes, pretty much calling him fat. That was actually pretty funny. Uh, man, as many pancakes as the New Day has at all times, that's that's a lot of pancake eating. Uh, KO comes out and just totally panhandles the crowd. Is playing babyface. I'm not. I'm not sure how I feel about him as a babyface right now. He's such a natural heel. It's just organic. He plays that cocky, I'm better than you character so well. Better than Daniel Bryan plays it at this moment. But like I said, lot of role reversals going on tonight. Uh, Bryan says that Owens has no friends left. Everyone right now is thinking about Sami Zayn. That Sami Zayn had to show up. We'll get to that later. Uh, Brian said, or I'm sorry, KO says that he didn't need any friends when he hit KO with the stunner last night, last week, and that's the bottom line. Wink, 
wink. Why all the stone cold things going on right now, I don't know. I mean, that no one else is going to be stone cold, not even Becky Lynch. There's only one stone cold. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, brawl ensues. Uh, Owens throws Rowan out of the ring, who then gets back in and hits KO with what I'm just going to call the big red face fuck, man. He just grabs him by the face and almost like a choke slam, but by the face. Big red face fuck. That's that's a move right there. They say we're getting another U.S. Open challenge tonight, but next we're getting The Miz versus Jay Uso. Usos are out. They do their typical welcome to the Uso penitentiary. Same shtick they've been doing for the last couple years. We get The Miz out. For some reason, this whole thing is just so focused around The Miz and his dad and his dad being proud of him. I don't understand. I mean, why would his dad not have been proud of him when he was the WWE champion? But you're proud of him for being a tag team champion. Yeah, it's just totally nonsensical. It's going to end up being some stupid shit where his dad's going to turn on him and we're all supposed to be shocked. It, this is all just horrible. This whole setup with Shane and The Miz, and it's going to lead to a match at WrestleMania with The Miz versus uh, Shane McMahon, and Shane's going to do his big WrestleMania spot. So anyway, here, Miz wins with the skull-crushing finale. We know where that's going. The Usos are going to re- retain at Fastlane. Uh, Owens versus Rowan later tonight. Backstage with Charlotte. Charlotte invites Becky to SmackDown. Why Becky needs an invitation to SmackDown, I don't know. She's still technically on the SmackDown roster. Same as Charlotte. So why she's inviting her, I don't know. Charlotte stumbles all over her lines here. She's just as confused as everybody else about this fucking storyline with them by now. We then go to the R-Truth Open Challenge for the U.S. title. Uh, R-Truth says that he, you know, he's very proud of Cena for doing the Open Challenge every week, and it's very challenging for him, but he's gonna go ahead and do it. Then we get Lacey fucking Evans. Lacey fucking Evans. She's phenomenal in the ring. Why we're doing this shit with her right now, I I couldn't tell you. I understand they want to do build up, but there's there's such a thing as too much, and they're gonna to get to the point where nobody fucking cares about her. I think everyone's pretty much there right now. Uh Samoa Joe is the one to actually answer the open challenge. But then we get Mysterio again, who just kind of runs out like, hey, look, I'm here, and Andrade again. So we end up with a fatal four-way. Everyone's assuming that this is just a way for Archer to keep the belt. These guys, I mean, this was a phenomenal match. There was one part where Joe had R-Truth in the the clutch, and Mysterio comes in and does a 619. I mean, there were so many great spots in this match. Everyone's thinking R-Truth is going to sneak in a pin at any moment, but nope. What do we fucking get? Samoa Joe with the win. Samoa Joe is your new United States champion. No one saw this coming. Great match. Um, Nothing but kudos on that match to all the guys involved. We then see Becky limping backstage and talking to a fellow ginger. Last night it was a fat guy. Tonight it's some pale, redheaded guy. 
Once again, she was giving her world-famous green bean casserole recipe, I guess. I don't fucking know, man. We see the New Day in India. They're not there tonight, but they will be at Fastlane. We get Aleister Black's entrance. The camera guys on the Aleister Black entrances, they, they need to get this down on WWE. The NXT guys had it down where they got it low and you saw them rising. The WWE camera guys are staying way too high and it just it looks awkward man get your shit down wwe you should you should have this down by now uh we're gonna get black and ricochet versus the bar next but before that they go backstage with joe joe pretty much says fuck these bitches fuck john cena he's the united states champion now and he's going to kill everybody it's literally what he said we get ricochet's entrance and we get the bar out uh, some bullshit talk here. Sheamus wishes them luck in their Raw Championship match, but none of the Raw tag teams can stand with them because they are the bar. Blah, blah, blah. Same shtick as always. Uh, Ricochet takes a nasty bump over the top rope, like slides across the mat into the announce table. It was pretty sick. And we go to a break, of course, because, you know, that's when we take breaks, right after high spots. Uh, Black looked great in this match, man. He just fits in on the main roster so well. He's he's going to be fucking phenomenal. We get a Black Mass and a 630 from Ricochet for the win. Rusev and Nakamura come out and attack Black and Ricochet. Then we get the Hardys come out. Matt Hardy looked like he jumped straight out of fucking 1999 here. Had the, the velvet fucking shirt on. Looked great. So we had a nice little happy spot here with the Hardys and Black and Ricochet in the ring celebrating where the heels were withdrawing to the back. We get Mandy Rose with Sonya Deville out. And then we get Naomi. So we're getting Mandy Rose versus Naomi. This was a fucking major storyline a month or two ago on SmackDown. Now it's just a throwaway match where Naomi just get, takes a kick and whatever the fuck they're calling Mandy Rose's finishing move, I, I don't know, Rose Drop, I don't know, Golden Shower, whatever the fuck they want to call it. And that was it. One, two, three. Naomi literally was pinned within 60 seconds in this match. Naomi, uh, I'm sorry, Rose and DeVille head to the back. We get Asuka on the ramp, attacks them both, screaming in Japanese the entire time, which is what she should do. She should not be trying to speak English. We then get AJ Styles backstage defending Kofi, saying that Kofi deserved the title shot and what Vince did to him was just wrong. Randy Orton appears, uh, uh, excuse me, and says, oh, you're talking about somebody other than you getting the title shot, huh? Uh, no wonder it took you 15 years to get here. That was the best line Randy Orton's had in fucking years. Why we're getting a Randy Orton and AJ match? Because we all see this is going to build to a WrestleMania match. I, I don't know, man. I'm sure they're going to put in a phenomenal match, but who cares at this point? KO out. <clears throat> uh, they announced that we're going to get Andrade and Mysterio on the fast lane kickoff. That is going to be on the fucking kickoff of fast lane. Andrade versus Mysterio. Rowan starts hot in his match against KO. Daniel Bryan's talking shit on the commentary. Owens attacks him. Bryan attacks Owens for the DQ. So this match, I mean, the match with Rowan and Owens literally lasted maybe two minutes, if that. 
double team from Rowan and Brian on Owens. Everyone's chanting Sammy. Everyone wanted Sammy. What do we get? Mustafa fucking Ali. This guy's phenomenal in the ring. I'm not going to take anything away from him there. I don't understand why he's in these title pitcher matches already. U.S. title, yeah. 205 title, that was fine. But, man, I, I just, I, I don't get it. My opinion. <clears throat> so, uh, Mustafa Ali out for the uh, save. KO stunner to Brian, and that was that. We get Charlotte out. She shushes the crowd. We go to a video package of what happened last night between her and Becky and Rhonda. Charlotte mocks the Becky chant. Oh, if you just chant Becky, I'm sure she'll show up. Becky limps out. The The whole limping thing, she's doing it so bad right now. The whole thing's got to be a work from her, right? Like, she's going to just be like, I'm fine, bitch. And, and she was never injured in the first place. <clears throat> Uh, she says she's in Charlotte and Rhonda's head and that she's been in Charlotte's head for a while now. Charlotte attacks her. Uh, and then Becky just locks her in a disarmer. Now, when she locks her in the disarmer, she's putting more pressure on her knee than she would while she's walking. But yet, she's fine with that. That's what I'm saying. The, the whole injury with her has just got to be one big work. I mean, she should have just came out here and said, who are you to invite me to SmackDown? I don't need inv an invitation. Fuck you. Fuck Rhonda. I'm kicking both your asses. What are you gonna do? So here's our fast lane card for now. Kickoff show, we have Andrade versus Mysterio. Um, Andrade's gotta win this. I love Mysterio, but we gotta start getting Andrade over and start pushing the youth of, of WWE. We've got the Boss and Hug Connection versus Nia Jax and Tamina. Uh, I'm going to go with Boss and Hug on this. They just won those belts. I can't see them handing them over to anybody else at the moment. Um, Jax and Tamina, just, they're just there at the moment. They're just filler for this. Um, boss and hug, I'm assuming that WrestleMania is going to defend it against, uh, some girls from NXT or something. Uh, we've got the Usos versus the Miz and Shane. I'm going to go with the Usos on this. We're going to see more, uh, dissolving of the relationship between Miz and Shane to set up their WrestleMania match. We've got Asuka versus Mandy Rose. Got to go with Asuka. Can't see Mandy Rose taking that belt already. Um... Probably going to set up for Asuka versus Sonya Deville at WrestleMania here. We've got The Shield versus Corbin, McIntyre, and Lashley. I think Corbin, McIntyre, and Lashley are going to actually sneak in the win here. And we're going to see the uh, re-dismemberment of The Shield. Um, probably setting up a Reigns and Ambrose WrestleMania match. We've got The Revival versus Gable and Rude versus Black and Ricochet. I'm going to go with The Revival here. Um, I, I just don't see Black and Ricochet taking the tag team belts. They're more fitted for single competition. Um, but I don't know, man. Maybe they will, but I'm going to stick with The uh, Revival on this one. We've got Owens versus Daniel Bryan. 
Daniel Bryan's definitely going to take this. I can't see Owens taking that that belt, especially with all the work they put into that new one. It's going to be a phenomenal match, though. Uh, and then we've got Flair versus Becky. There's no way Becky loses this match. Um, this storyline's just been all over the place. If she ends up losing and then still inserted into this match... It's, it's just going to be too much. She's got to win this match. Those are my thoughts. Uh, pretty solid SmackDown. Uh, as far as it, my rating for it, I'm going to give it a 5 o'clock shadow. Um, biggest part of the night, in, in my opinion, was um, Samoa Joe winning the U.S. title. No one saw that coming. Um, kind of thought that this R-Truth Open Challenge was going to stretch out more and Maybe John Cena was going to answer at WrestleMania, you know. That kind of seemed to be the way they were going, but big change up here. We'll see where they go with it. So, what did you guys think? Reach out to me at uh, Nerd on Twitter. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Uh, let me know. All right, guys. Fully Bearded Nerd out.